Remember the good old days before Microsoft Word had autosave? You'd type up some important document and then your computer would freeze and you'd lose hours of work just because you forgot to hit save? Well, that's what it's like going online without ExpressVPN. Every time you're connected to an unencrypted network, whether it's in an airport, a hotel, a cafe, or anywhere, your online data is not secure. Any person on that same network who knows what they're doing can gain access to your personal data. Bank logins, credit card details, passwords, all the stuff you don't want people seeing. Unfortunately, hacking has become much easier than it used to be. People don't even have to be exceptionally skilled to do it, and there's a lot of money to be made by selling your information on the dark web. ExpressVPN stops hackers from stealing your data by creating a secure, encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet. It's incredibly easy to use. Once the app is running, you literally click one button to get protected. And it works on your phone, laptop, tablet, and more, so you can stay protected on the go. I've been using ExpressVPN for a little while now, and I can rest easy knowing my info is safe and secure. I've heard horror stories of people who've been hacked, and it sounds like a massive pain to try to get any resolution in the aftermath, so I am not interested in finding out what that process is like. Secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com slash slashfilm. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash slashfilm, and you can get an extra three months free. expressvpn.com slash slashfilm. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Slash Home Daily for April 25th, 2018. This is Slash Home Editor-in-Chief Peter Serretta, and joining me on today's podcast, a special guest. Stephen Weintraub from Collider.com. And we are here still in Las Vegas at CinemaCon 2018. This is the convention that used to be called Show West. It's where all the movie theater exhibitors gather together to watch presentations from the big Hollywood movie studios for all the films coming out in the next year plus. Uh, we just got out of the Universal Pictures presentation, and Universal brought it. They brought tons of footage, including uh, footage from Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, uh, the Unbreakable sequel, Glass, uh, the Halloween movie, uh, a ton of stuff. Uh, let's get into it. Their panel opened with Damien Giselle, uh, Ryan Gosling, Claire Foy, and I think it was just those three, and talking about First Man, which is uh, their take on the Neil Armstrong uh, going to the moon, the moon mission. Yeah, I was actually kind of surprised that they said that this is the first movie about that, made about that. Um, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, it, it you is. Think that they, you'd think that would be a great, uh, great topic for a movie. Sure, and for people that don't realize, Damien Giselle previously made Whiplash and La La Land. Uh, he's what we call a talented filmmaker. Uh, the footage looked nothing short of incredible. Uh, I mean, it really, really yeah. looked fantastic. Ryan Gosling looks amazing, and it just shows the what really went on, uh, what they, what everyone gave from NASA to the pilots to the families to make this mission happen. Yeah, aesthetically, it kind of looks like Apollo 13 just because you know it's NASA and it's like 70 or not 76, <laughs> uh, but. Uh, it, um, you know, it, it, it's based around Ryan Gosling and his family, so yes. it's, it's kind of a drama, and like there's this like kind of like heartbreaking scene where they're like uh, Neil Armstrong is telling his kids about the mission he's going to uh, the moon, and the kid like asks like, "How do we know you're coming back?" And I don't know, it, it just seems like it could be something special. Well, I mean, listen, with Damien's track record, the fact that his last two films are just incredible, um, the expectations for this film are obviously huge uh, because. Uh, it, I mean, it's, it's coming out in October. It's clearly an awards kind of movie. But the trailer ends, the footage ends, with inside the perspective of Neil, inside the suit, coming down the stairs on the moon, 
And, and he sees his shadow on the moon. It's, and it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, the footage looked amazing. I can't say enough positive things. Um, and it looks like, to be honest, though, like, it looks like what you would expect from this pairing. You know, like, it looks like another incredible pairing. Um, you, the trailer's going to be online, I'm sure, within the next month. And you'll all agree with what we're saying. Yeah. So let's move on. I think a we, lot of people wanted... Oh. We should briefly talk about the Grinch that came before that. I'm not sure if anybody cares about that. But Illumination Entertainment, the guys that did Despicable Me and the Minions Min movies, uh, they're making Dr. Seuss's The Grinch. Benedict and, Cumberbatch is the voice. Yeah, and uh, you know what? There's already trailers out there. But I think this is a new trailer, and uh, it looked better than the other trailers, I think. I like the, the look of this world, and uh, you know, it has some funny moments, like with Grinch beating his dog at chest, cheating to beat his dog at chest, and... Uh, I almost felt, though, a little bit like it was, uh, the, like, grew from Despicable Me a little bit, in terms of just uh, with a little bit of side characters. Yes, well, it has that illumination entertainment, like, we gotta put fart jokes and stuff, so it has, like, uh, the Grinch puking into a, a jar of pickles, and then there's, like... The, the, the trailer ends with, like, one character, like, huffing whipped cream. I'm like, is this a kid's movie? Yeah, I mean, look, the, the fact of the matter is, and just being honest, this is not my movie. This is clearly not aimed yeah. at me. Uh, it's going to make a ridiculous sum of money. Yeah. You, you already know. It's, uh, they just have their, their audiences really respond to Illumination and the characters, and uh, it's going to do very well. Uh, but yeah, clearly not my movie. But it looks closer to the Grinch that I want to see rather than that uh, Jim Carrey movie that came out from front hour. Sure, and listen, the animation looks good, but let's move on to something that everyone wants to know about, which is Glass and Halloween. What do you want to do first? You want to do all the good stuff up Oh, I want to, like, yeah, let's just do Glass or Halloween next. Because we have some other good stuff there. Like, you don't want to keep people waiting. And... No, let's yeah. go to, let's go to, you want to okay, do Glass? Okay, let's go Glass. Okay. Let's do Glass. So for people that don't realize what Glass is, because I just want to talk about it. Yeah. Glass is M. Night Shyamalan's sequel to Unbreakable and essentially Split. Uh, for those who have been waiting for an Unbreakable sequel, which is me, you, yeah. and everybody else, um, so this movie features uh, uh, Sam Jackson, Bruce Willis, James McAvoy, uh, and M. Night coming back. Sarah Paulson plays yeah. a, a psychologist. By the way, there was no information about this movie, I think, out there. Like, no, there's very zero. little. We found, we saw the first footage today, and, and we actually know what the movie is about. Totally. Which yeah. is interesting because Sarah Paulson plays this uh, psychiatrist named Ellie Staple, which that almost makes me think, like, you know, like Mr. Glass, Ellie Staple. I don't know. It seems. If there might be something there. Sure. But anyways, uh, I'm already speculating before we see. We've just seen like a trailer. And uh, she's there at a jail, which well, let's all three of these characters are in jail. I was going to say, together. We, we should say that this takes place. Yeah, I was going to say, let's let's give the what we learned about the fact that they're all in jail. Uh, the movie, I don't think the movie starts with them in jail, but it could. Um, but the, there's a great scene where all three of them, it's Sam Jackson, James McAvoy, Bruce Willis, are all in chairs. And she's sitting across from them, and it's basically for a, a jail where people believe they're superheroes. Yeah. I'm not sure the jail is for people who believe they're superheroes, but they're, they happen to be detained in this one place, and she is studying people. Who believe, believe that they're, they're superheroes. superheroes. Yes, yeah. that's what it is. Uh, that would be incredible if there's yeah. a jail somewhere yeah, my, my, in this I, world. I, that completely came out. Uh, right. Yeah, but um, uh, I don't know. Like, and I... I, I Yes, I don't know. It was, it was so quickly caught. It was hard to see what was going on, but I think they tried to escape together. I, there's a scene where uh, 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 M. Night, I mean, uh, M. Night, uh, where Sam Jackson and James McAvoy are talking, where 
he Glass wants to meet all the he wants to meet the creature and he wants to get to know these personalities and and uh, McAvoy is like you might not want to meet them they might not like you or she might <laughs> not like you yeah something like that but there's a lot of other stuff where you see uh, there's a lot of like a montage of footage where you saw Bruce Willis walking again bumping into people to try to pick up vibes he gets his raincoat back that like uh, uh, totally a poncho I, it, I almost want to say that there's a scene in it that looked like they all escaped like there was like, a breakout like like, maybe like they were like a breakout scene but ultimately it looked like he had taken the world of Unbreakable and the world yeah. of Glass and brought them together into what's Glass uh, you know what yeah. the title is called but look you know, you know what surprised me and uh, this isn't gonna be you could take this as a negative I'm not meaning this as a negative it looked a lot smaller of a movie than I thought it was gonna be well, keep in mind... That's the, not a negative. Sure. I, I actually like the fact that this is going to be a character piece and not end-of-the-world piece. But, look, I mean, Unbreakable was made for a lot of money, and Glass was made... I mean, and uh, Split was made for under $10 million. So what I think they're doing is, because uh, Universal has domestic rights and Disney, Touchstone Pictures, has uh, international rights because they owned Unbreakable, I think this is what's called, like, a a much larger budget for Blumhouse and for Universal than these typical low yeah. budget, but I, I'm pretty sure that this is like a $30, 35000000 million movie. Yeah. Like, this is not some crazy And a budget. lot of that is probably going to the stars, too. Listen, to me, though, it looked like the Unbreakable sequel and the split. It looked exactly like what I wanted it to look, and I cannot wait for this movie to, to be in theaters. Yeah, and, it, cannot wait. and the trailer set up, it's going to be online, because it's set up to, like, this seems like for mass audiences to be like, oh, look, you remember Unbreakable? You remember this guy that survived this train accident? Yeah. And it ends with this cool moment where someone asks, I forget who, maybe it was James McAvoy's character, asks uh, Samuel Jackson what his name is. Oh, yeah. My first name, my fir the, my, the first name is Mr., the second name is Glass. And then the title card. Right. Uh, <laughs> listen, all, all I can say is if you're like us and you've been looking forward to this, uh, you're going to be very, very happy. And hopefully the footage is online soon. Um, yeah, it, it looked yeah. great. You know what? I want to put like a smaller movie in between Sure, let's here. go. What's the next I feel one? Like, uh, this is a movie I wasn't expecting. It's called The House with a Clock in Its Walls. It's by Eli Roth. It does not look like an Eli Roth movie. It doesn't look like an awful or scary uh, horror movie. Uh, this is from Amblin, and they were like on stage being like, "This is a throwback to you know the classic Amblin." Well, we should say movies. it also stars uh, Kate, Bl Kate Blanchett and Jack Black, yeah. who were both on stage. Yeah, and um, it's so much of a throwback that actually the trailer they showed us started with the retro Universal and Amblin logos from like the '80s. Yeah, and that's a great touch. Yeah, uh, and how, how do you describe this? A young kid. Uh, go, uh, I guess he's going to stay with, was it uncles or something? Some relatives. Yeah. It's very, uh, uh, what's that show with uh, Neil Patrick Harris? Uh, unfortunate Events. It's very kind of unfortunate. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah. It feels like that, where like it's an old house, old Victorian house, and uh, the house is maybe alive in some way. Sure. You can see the touch it. How do you want to describe it? Uh, it looked, well, first of all, as you said, it doesn't look like an Eli Roth movie. It looks like that, and I think they said on stage, it's like an, like an 80s Amblin-esque yeah. movie with more modern effects. I believe that Jack Black and Kate Blanchett play witches. I think he plays like a warlock. Yeah. And um, it's about, uh, I don't know how, to, how else to describe it. It's them, how, how else would you go? I don't know, it's interesting because it's creepy. Like, these things are happening with the house behind them, and they're not seeing it. Well, but some we're of them, yes, yeah, some of it we're, they're seeing. Yeah, but it's interesting. I don't know. I don't know where this is going. It's you know, there's a mystery to it. We see later on, like 
this one clip of Jack Black uh, throwing a fireball. Yeah, it looks like <laughs> the kid that's living with them, the like the, the 13 yeah. or 12 year old protagonist, is clearly, you know, that's the audience coming into the house, learning yeah. about everything. And clearly Jack Black and Kate Blanchett have been either protecting this house yeah. or, you know, there's something going on. But it, it looked like a, like, a, uh, like a throwback movie. And it looked like, uh, if you saw Goosebumps, uh, Jack clearly, you know, resonated with kids. That movie did very well, yeah. and it looks, you know, something along those lines with way more visual effects. This reminded me there was a movie that came out uh, 10, 20 years ago, Monster House, at the beginning of like computer. Oh yeah, animation. yeah. It reminded me a lot like that. Uh, so I don't know. I'm in. I'm, yeah, I'm it, excited it, for this. This is a movie I didn't even know existed until today. Um, um, I did know it existed. Uh, but yeah, it looked like a fun little ride and like an 80s type thing. But let's, I think we should jump into Halloween because... Okay, this... The Halloween stuff uh, is the second most exciting thing I saw today. Yeah. Um, uh, so l let's rewind for people that don't realize what's going on. Yeah. Um, David Gordon Green uh, directed a new Halloween movie which takes place... Uh, 40 years after the original Halloween movie, which... Being produced by Jason Blum of Blumhouse. Totally. Jamie Lee Curtis is back. Um, it takes... Uh, it kind of says uh, some of the sequels did not happen, and there's a line in there... Not, not kind of says. It basically yeah, no, it's, misses every single sequel. Right. There's a, there's a line where the kids are walking, where her granddaughter uh, is walking, and I believe she says uh, to one of her... The, one of the friends says, didn't... Uh, uh, didn't he, didn't, wasn't it the brother? Who did it, yeah. And, and he, she's like, no. Um, she's but, like, no, that's just stupid rumors or something yeah. like that. Like, it was like total, like, if, <laughs> yeah, the, those movies are stupid. Right, <laughs> the, the great thing about the footage is that it looked like this is going to be a very, very, I want to stress the word, very scary movie. Oh, we should set up what the premise of this is. 40 years later, sure. Jamie Lee Cur Curtis has been preparing and training for the last 40 years and just in case Michael Myers ever escapes, sure, he's, she so he's is like locked. a badass. So wait, wait, we uh, should say Sarah Connor. Like, absolutely, that's a very good comparison. She, Mike has been locked up in a prison uh, for forty years, and it involves right now. There's a lot of true life crime dramas that are on like Netflix and whatnot. A lot of streaming shows, and this is making about, a murderer, that kind of totally. Thing. This is about uh, these two people we saw in the footage. These two filmmakers, sort of with a camera go to visit Mike in a prison where he is in a special outdoor area and they, chained up totally and they pull out the mask to see what kind of reaction would happen and uh, as they pull out the mask everyone starts freaking out there's another clip that we saw with a bus turned on its side so it must be that on Halloween or the day before Halloween Mike is being transported somewhere with other criminals and there's an escape where the bus flips over we don't know how Mike escapes and uh, is obviously going after yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis so everyone well, not is not just Jamie Lee Curtis I think the main character of this might be Jamie Lee Curtis's granddaughter or daughter or granddaughter Could I forget be. what it was uh, and uh, you know she's gonna play, that's gonna be like the John Connor she's gonna play the Sarah Connor I, I, I'm going all the way with this comparison sure. well the key um, thing is that it's Halloween so everyone's dressed up so he eventually gets the mask on and it's Halloween yeah. and of so, course it's a suburban neighborhood yeah. there's some creepy it ends with this really amazing scare in a closet yes that's that's great but there's also a scene where he's in like a gas station coming in and someone's in the bathroom or there's like a public bathroom and this girl is sitting in the stall and he's trying to come in and he reaches over puts his hand up and lets go and all these teeth 
come bloody lit, teeth. Yeah, just land on the ground, and she freaks so out. So creepy. And uh, look, I mean, the Halloween franchise started so strong, and has been just laughed at for so long. And it looks like that you know Blumhouse and David Gordon Green, Danny McBride, everyone involved in this thing, has said we want to bring this back and make it scary and make it relevant for today's audience and not fuck around. And that is what the footage yeah. that I saw. You know, I, I love the original Halloween, but I'm not a big fan of this franchise. Like, you know, I don't like any of the sequels, really. Uh, so I wasn't really expecting to, like, be excited for this. But after seeing this footage, I'm so excited to see this movie. Yeah, it's like, also... Listen, it's David, David Gordon Green is a yeah. really good filmmaker, and when, you, when I heard he was taking this on... You know, he's a very talented guy. Like, he must have had a, an angle on it that, you know, makes it interesting, and he did. It looks really good. Like, you know, I was very, very impressed. You want to touch on How to Train Your Dragon 3? Yeah, let's touch on that. Uh, they just recently revealed the title is... Hidden, hidden something. The hidden Fortress? Hidden no, for the, <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah, Hidden World or something? Yeah, sure, yeah. The Hidden World. Yeah, um... <laughs> Anyways, okay, so this trailer, we haven't seen the trailer yet. This is the first trailer we got This is also see. the reveal of what the movie's about. Yes, the interesting thing about this, uh, well, obviously they find this hidden world. Sure. Uh, where Toothless discovers a girlfriend, a white Toothless. Yes, and she can disappear into this other, I don't want to say dimension, but other land. And uh, it looks like they're being... Uh, hunt, there's a, there's a, the antagonist looks like uh, a hunter who's been going after all of Toothless's kin and wants to kill the last one. And uh, um, uh, Jay Baruchel's character is basically saying we need to escape, trying to get everyone and all the dragons to go because they're going to go to this other, they want to go to this other land. Um, animation looks spectacular. Yeah. Um, I am a huge fan of the first one and think that this is one of those. This is just, uh, this is by DreamWorks Animation, and this is my favorite, uh, these are my favorite movies by DreamWorks Animation. I just, yeah. I like this world, I like the characters, me too. I like the animation. I'm a big, I'm a huge fan of that first movie. That movie made me cry, like there's some amazing 3D stuff, I don't know, it's just yeah. very good. Uh, I'm excited for this, and this is the final movie. Yeah, and they actually said this is the last chapter. Yeah. This is the last installment. Um, which is crazy, because I feel like that world and that franchise did you know they've done like five, six seasons of a TV series in that? No, I, I just see the movies, but <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll just say that I'm, I apologize for not doing a better description of the footage. I, I'll just say that it was well, also the case of uh, they showed that footage after the glass trailer, and I, I was yeah. frantically typing on my computer trying to like remember everything I saw in the glass trailer, and I was like not able to pay yeah, close I, attention. The, to. the thing you need to know is these trailers, to, to quote another Universal movie, came Fast and Furious. <laughs> there was a, a whole... By the way, no mention of Fast and Furious Because they're still putting it all together. And also, it's not a this year movie. They only went into January of yeah. next year. Um, but it, it was very fast. A lot of filmmakers and people on stage. It was... Uh, um, and it was... Uh, uh, do you want to say anything about Mortal Engine? The Peter Jackson film uh, with the moving cities? Sure. Um, Peter Jackson did a little video intro from New Zealand. Uh, it was like obviously pre-recorded, and he basically said that the footage we were about to see was very rough, and he was not exaggerating. It was very rough. It had like some black and white like render, early renders of CG and stuff like we that. We also yeah. saw like the plate of like the the footage of them running in an actual location, surrounded by like CGI. Yeah. And I mean, it was very very rough. It doesn't look like anything I've ever seen. It looks very unique in terms of like 
world building. Yeah. I mean, all. Well, the, see, that's the thing is, I'm not sure this movie is going to be good, but the world building looks fantastic, and the visuals, like every action scene that they're showing here, looks interesting. Sure. And like uh, something we haven't seen before. Hugo Weaving plays what looks to be like the antagonist. Yeah. And uh, it looks like, it, and I believe someone said it took place a thousand years after whatever happened to the civilization. So it's these moving cities that can attack one another. It is. It almost it's a borderline like almost a video game. Is it based on a video game? Because it looks to I me like based something. On a book, I think. It, look, it looks like something that could have been a video game that's been adapted. Um, it again, it looks like nothing I've ever seen. And like you, even yeah. if the if the story is terrible, visually it's going to be like nothing you've seen. Yeah, and you know, uh, you know we we should get on to uh, probably you know I said Halloween was my second most exciting thing I saw today. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom oh, yeah, we... was the most exciting thing I saw today. Uh, they showed us the opening sequence from this movie. Is that the opening? That's what they said. Okay, it wasn't. Um, which involved, uh, what do you call that? Like, there's some people about... in a submerged uh, vehicle. Submarine type thing. Is it a submarine? It's, like a, with... it's a small submarine type thing. Like one of those things you see going down to the Titanic. It's like a small pod. Sure. Um, and they are going to recover a piece of a bone from the Indominus Rex, who we know in Jurassic World 1, spoiler alert, dies in the water there. So they, they, they are let in uh, through the gates though, into, the, into the Jurassic World lagoon, and they're there to uh, saw off a piece of the bone, I assume, to get the DNA, but they didn't say. Sure, that's um, quite true. And while they're down there, it's, it's, of course, night, and it's raining, and there's some thunder and lightning, and the lightning clues us into there's something else in the lagoon with them. This something is a huge. Huge shocker that there would be a dinosaur in that lagoon uh, going after them. Meanwhile, while that's going on, there is a guy upstairs uh, near a helicopter who is monkeying around on the controls to keep that gate open, and they're clearly trying to get some stuff and then get Actually, out of there. Actually, he's a ways from a helicopter. He's at, like, one of those, like, control panels, like, in a whatever, and uh, they lose contact with this... Uh, Submarine After vehicle. The, well, what happens is that under the water, they saw off the, the bone, they attach a balloon, and the balloon's going up, but the balloon hits uh, a certain creature, and then that creature... Water goes, creature? That creature goes after, just eats everything. The cool thing, though, is they don't show it. No. Like, it is very Steven Spielberg Jaws-like, where we get to see glimpses, and it's, like, tension-filled. It's very inspired by, I feel like, Jaws. Yeah. Um, and then they lose contact... So the guy's, like, trying to get contact with them. The people in the helicopter from across the way are telling the guy that's on the, uh, uh, the controls, uh, run, run. And he's like, what? And, of course, there is a, a, a I'm going to use the term large dinosaur. I think that was the T-Rex. I think it, that it, was Rexy. Yeah. Uh, who, uh, there's this chase sequence where the guy's running away from Rexy and uh, trying to get to the helicopter. The helicopter's taking off. He grabs up to the... Uh, I'm not sure how I don't much want, we don't, should don't say, this. Let's just but, say there's a very, very well done chase sequence yeah. with dinosaurs that um, makes you remember, oh yeah, this is going to make a ridiculous sum of money. Not just a ridiculous, it's a good chase sequence. I, after seeing this sequence, uh, you know, I know what I'm about to say, Steve, it's going to be hyperbolic. Well, I know never, that we I've never, have. I've never heard you say anything hyperbolic. <laughs> I know that we have not seen enough of this movie to uh, to make a statement. Mm -hmm. By the way, I've, I've visited Ted, so I did see a bunch more than you. But uh, uh, but seeing the sequence, if the rest of the movie is this good, this is going to be the best Jurassic Park movie since the first one. You could be right. 
Uh, Potentially. Sure. There's also this. I didn't watch the recent trailer, but the footage we saw today was that all the. That was the recent trailer. Okay, yeah. So, so at the end of the clip, they showed the recent yeah, trailer. Yeah, so there is a lot of information now about this movie. But ultimately, for me, uh, the footage we saw, the full scene looked. It, I'm going to. It looked great. And it looked like uh, what audiences want out of a Jurassic World or a Jurassic Park. And, it, you know, I. I'm ready to see it. And it comes out June 22nd. It's going to make all the money. All the money. Yeah. You know? And I think that's all that we saw. I mean, we saw some other stuff. Night School, Mamma Mia. Did, I, I, we just we saw don't... Cher perform. Yeah. But who cares about that? I, yeah, but we have to stop. It's already been like 22 yeah. minutes. So we'll just say that um, out of the footage we've seen at CinemaCon, or the footage I've seen at CinemaCon thus far, uh, Universal really delivered the goods above and beyond because there's just so much footage new footage that yeah. no one had ever seen they, they, they brought the goods um, Steve people want to find more of your work where can they find it uh, I'm on Collider and on Twitter and Instagram as Collider Frosty you can find me at Slash Home on Twitter and Slash Home.com uh, thanks for listening we'll be back with more